Hello, Red Wave. You know, we had to do it. Where Bulldogs is back for an emergency. We now have a coach. Today, you got Caleb Nail, Caleb Pletz, and Michael Bliss. Caleb, how are you feeling, man? It's a great day to be a Bulldog. Oh, man, it's a good day to be a Bulldog. Always a good day. Michael, how are you doing? Ditto. Repeat. <laughs> Ditto. Repeat the same thing. <laughs> Well, everybody in the entire state of California, probably the nation now knows this. Uh, we, we had to wait until it was official, official. Um, but Jeff Tedford is now the head football coach for the Fresno State Bulldog football, Fresno State Bulldog football program. So you get that right. And uh, I am stoked. I'm so happy. This is what I wanted from day one. Uh, Michael's happy, but it's not his dream guy who he wanted. I know you wanted Tom Herman. I wanted Tom um, Herman. I can't wait till we get coach on here and you can tell him that yourself. And, <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no, but we're, we're here to talk about the Tedford hire. Uh, some news about Hayner came out tonight. This is D tonight is Wednesday, December 8th. We are recording late night. Uh, we had, we had to get, get through church and holding babies and you know kissing babies and things like that so, uh but we are now together all right initial reactions to tedford caleb how are we feeling i think this is probably the best thing um the you know terry toomey that fresno state athletic director could have done in terms of keeping program stability um i think it's going to be probably you know as seamless as a transition as possible um, considering you mm -hmm. know a new you know, new uh, head coaches coming in. Um, new in quotes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> new in quotes, you know, been here before, took some time off. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I think this is good. And I think it's going to be good for keeping a lot of the players in town too. Um, Cause I know that if mm -hmm. they were going to kind of change course and go with a whole new coaching staff, then you know, I would probably expect a lot more players to hit the portal. Um, so yeah, I, I think this should be good with keeping a lot of our, our talent home. What yeah, I'd think, agree. Michael? I would, yeah, I would, I would agree. I, I don't think there's going to be much of a transition at all. I mean, I think he, most of these players uh, were recruited by Tedford. I mean, Tedford's Twitter account was pretty dead for the time he <laughs> retired to now. And uh, I mean, we've got, he recruited guys like Josh Kelly, Jalen Cropper. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Bula Schmidt, I think was another guy who, who we recruited. I mean, so I'm, I'm excited because those guys are familiar, not to mention he brought in Kirby Moore to be his wide receiver coach. He brought JD Williams back to be the DB coach when he was here. So, I mean, there's, there's going to be bring inge in. Um, no, because no, okay. we, he had uh, the other, the other coordinator um, who's now the coach in the Canadian football league. Uh, yeah. Started with Orlando Steinhauer. Yeah. And then after that, uh, Burt Watts took over. Uh, he was uh, internal hire promotion. Okay. Mm, so, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I just, ha I just hope he's healthy. That's my big thing. I hope <laughs> Tedford's healthy. Cause I mean, how hard would it be to see a guy we all love go out there six, seven games in the season, and not be able to coach for health reasons. So I'm just hoping he's healthy. I think he's yeah. healthy. I, I, I think he's good. And yeah, part, probably my favorite thing from his introductory press conference today. 
was uh, coach. It, it kind of felt like like a little bit of a jab to uh, Kalen DeBoer. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Tedford said, you know, I, I recruited about 85% of the players on this roster, like basically saying, this is still my team. Like, these are my guys that this other guy was winning with. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about winning these guys over. <laughs> Uh, you could tell too because we were on twitter the first people reporting this change were the players and they were all posting teddy bears and and the players could not be any happier i agree with you guys this is the best thing we could have done i you can either you got you could do one of two things or one of three things one is hire jeff tedford the other thing, other two things are you, you take a risk on a young guy like we did on with Kalen DeBoer that maybe it wasn't a, a total risk with Kalen DeBoer because his record proved that he was pretty good. But, you know, he's never coached D1 before, and we don't know. And, but we're going to give you a lot of money. We haven't really seen you coach before. Or we give an older guy who is proven big money, but he doesn't understand the Valley. Uh, I don't know if there's another big name guy out there that quite understands the Valley, like coach Tedford. So I feel Pat like Hill. <laughs> we could have the 70 year old Pat Hill on the sideline. <laughs> right. But we knew from the beginning, like from the get go that Pat Hill was not putting his name in the mix. Mm. And so I think the the guy that meets the criteria of knowing the Valley, just everything that you guys said, putting the, knowing the Valley uh, is proven you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have to prove himself. He did that taking literally the worst team in the FB, FBS to double digits two years in a row. The only team to have ever done that in the history of college football. Uh, rebuild what? That's what I say. What is rebuild? And we got the best guy out there. I love Coach Tedford. What were some other takeaways you guys had from the press conference this morning did you guys have any thoughts other thoughts on on anything he's may have said um the other thing you know just kind of echoing what caleb said it seemed like when uh the university president and the athletic director both kind of did their opening remarks uh, they both kind of mentioned wanting to find a candidate who saw um the importance of the valley and you know wanted to commit to you know the people here and um so it kind of sounded like they were alluding to you know we weren't looking for some guy looking to use this as you know a, a jumping mm -hmm. um spot to you know the next big job like they wanted to find someone who was committed um you know to this area and this school so um again tedford you know checked all those boxes and yeah i mean hopefully he's here until he retires for good and hopefully that's you know he's able to fulfill this contract i don't know i haven't seen any details yet of uh you know numbers on the contract have you guys seen anything yet i have five five years 8.5 million and he can make a max of 10 million good for him so he's i mean five years ted from be 65 um so hoping he can coach all five years and win a bunch of bowl games and hey maybe he's maybe he's getting the 10 million <laughs> there are a few things that stood out to me in this uh press conference i didn't catch the end of it but one thing he said he was going to work on his health and go for 
you know, might go for a jog or walk. So that was good. I'm happy, happy that coach is doing that. Uh, might've been another shot at Kalen DeBoer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is ready to recruit and he know and he talked about knowing the guys and knowing players and things like that. So he's ready to recruit. And I love the guys that he has recruited. Oh my gosh. Um, and then the last thing was what I took away from it was that it didn't matter if it was Fresno state or not, this guy was ready to coach and he was going to coach this, this upcoming year in 2022, mm -hmm. no matter what, but it just so happened. That's why this is a gift from God guys. It like, I was kind of shocked and upset with Kalen DeBoer, but then right. Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And he said this, everything happens for a reason. And the red wave has been blessed by the Lord himself because he was going to get back into coaching. And it just so happened. We had an opening where, Oh, at the number one spot in the football program. Yeah, sure. We'll give it to you. Now here's what is interesting to me though, is I, I don't think to me said this. Uh, I don't think we interviewed anybody else, but to me said that they talked to other people, but if you have Tedford there saying, I want the job, do you really think, and you guys can answer this. Do you really think they talked to anybody else? <laughs> Why would they? I think they talked to other people. I think they did their due diligence because if uh, yeah, Tedford really I think wanted they to. they looked at a list of names and saw Tedford and then called him. And that was. <laughs> well, if Tedford's saying, I'm a coach anywhere, right? And we're going to say, oh, okay. Well, we want to we wanna interview you. What, what, if, what if two days ago Oregon called them and said, we'll offer you $10 million a season or some bonkers number. Phil Knight opens up his checkbook and says, what do you want to come here? I mean, maybe he goes. So, me, so to me, I think you've got to do your due diligence just in case. I think they did interview other guys, but I think he was the number one guy from three weeks ago when – the rumors really were flying that DeBoer was potentially going to Washington. I think he became the number one guy. Caleb Nail, you hit it on the head, man. You said that he was recommending DeBoer to go to Washington. So, <laughs> so Tedford's job just happened to open up. Sometimes, it, you're right, it is. It is the grace of God opening this door. But sometimes, I think Tedford may have just gave it a little it's, nudge open a I little bit. When he, how in the door? When he saw that crack in the door, I think he may have stuck his foot in there and nudged it forward a little bit. I told you exactly what had happened, that Tedford had his puppeteer hands all over this thing. He was his uh, um, uh, assistant to the regional manager in the athletic department, used that to his good and knew what was going on. And then... Oh, shoot. Uh, what do you think, Caleb? You think they talked to anybody else? Probably for compliance purposes. I, they, <laughs> yeah. Like they probably put at least one other interview on the books, you know, officially. Uh, I don't know yeah. who would care about that, but it seems like there's a lot of rules that go on with uh, hiring and interviewing, um, especially in California. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So, and then I guess, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, just worst case scenario, Jeff gets a better offer and he, you know, can't say no to some other school. So then you got to go to the backups, but right. Yeah, I think it was pretty clear. It was Jeff, all, Jeff all the way if he if you wanted it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy he's head coach. Uh, and and even on Twitter and Instagram, and it, as I talk to people and my, my family and friends, and I'm sure you guys in your circle as well. I mean, everyone is so happy with this hire. 
I don't, what, what have you guys heard around town? I heard that there were some other big name people that I won't bring up that were interested that I would have been very excited. <laughs> okay. Michael. About hearing, but uh, Tedford, I mean, he's a guy who knows, he knows the Valley and, and uh, I mean, it, when you heard him in the press conference today, just saying, Oh, I love Fresno. Oh, I love the people. Like, and then you hear Aaron Rodgers was interviewed and he said, Oh, you know, Fresno, the Tedford loves Fresno. Like that just makes me feel good. You know, like the boar left and didn't say goodbye until he was sitting in a wash wearing Washington purple saying, go dogs with a W and a G get out of here. So to me, you're a guy who, you know, Tedford played in some of the first games at Bulldog Stadium to hear him talk about that, to hear him talk about the history, I think is really, really important. And uh, I'm just excited to have him back. Like I said, I just I just hope he stays healthy. Mm -hmm. What have you been hearing around town in the red with the red wave, Caleb? I think nothing negative. I mean, it's all been positive. Everyone's happy to have him back and. I think another thing is I feel like Tedford was was and is really good about, you know, kind of unifying all the old guys and, you know, keeping, you know, Fresno State Bulldogs together and like especially using like Coach Hill for stuff, too, because I, I do think that he still has some sort of you know, input in the program and what they do. So, I mean, I know that he's you know, on the uh, the broadcast side now, but I bet I bet Coach Hill is is still meeting with you know the coaches there and kind of giving them you know his, his input on on some stuff. So uh, I do I, I I do like that that Tedford is is there because I know that he is going to use all all the resources that are around him. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of other coaches, coaches in general, I want to talk about this. Uh, talk about Tedford building a coaching staff. Who do you guys think he promotes, promotes or brings in? Uh, where do you guys see this coaching staff go? You want to go first, Caleb? Sure. Uh, I think that um, if he's promoting from within, I think it has to be Kirby Moore. Because mm -hmm. I was looking back, so he's been the wide receivers coach since Tedford got here in 2017. So that's a pretty long time for a guy to stick around as a position coach. So I mm -hmm. feel like if he doesn't get promoted, he's probably going to bounce and take some other job elsewhere. Uh, and, and maybe with Kalen DeBoer, um, you know, on the Washington yeah. staff, I know that um, I think I was reading uh, Kirby Moore is from Washington. So I don't know if he still has family draw back there. So that's a possibility too, but um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see if Edford, you know, continues to promote within. I know I kind of look back at some of the changes in coaching staff from his first, you know, three seasons as head coach. And uh, he did make a lot of internal promotions, you know, when uh, DeBoer uh, left for Indiana that one year, you know, it was an internal promotion of Grubb to offensive coordinator. Uh, when uh, defensive coordinator Steinhauer went back to Canada you know, it was an internal promotion of, you know, Burt Watts from a position coach to defensive coordinator. So I do think that, you know, might be in the cards, but um, you never know. It depends on, you know, who stays and, you know, who goes for other jobs too. Mm -hmm. All right. I, so Jay Kaner is coming back. We're going to get into that in a second. So to me. What? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but, but, but like, but like, I'm 
we're watching Cincinnati do something that we did not think was possible a year ago. Like a group of five team is in the college football playoffs. Like if you bring Jake back, you improve at head coach, hashtag sorry, not sorry. But then you go and you now have an opportunity to build the staff that can be absolute ballers across the board, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you go, you go hit the home run. You go get guys who, who know the program, who have done it, who can recruit, and let's go get the best players. Let's, let's, hoard, let's go get these guys in the transfer portal. Let's go get coaches that people want to play for. And I think in the Valley, you do that with a combination of former players and guys who are here. So to me, I prefer Trent Dilfer as offensive coordinator over Kirby Moore because <laughs> Trent Dilfer is, the, is, is, is a good high school coach right now. And Yeah, he just won state. <laughs> he just won state in Tennessee. So, like, let's bring him in and be the OC under Tedford. Uh, I want Robbie Rouse back as a running back coach. Sorry, Lee Marks, but I don't know what you'll do at that point. Uh, I'd like to see Tim Skipper come back and just be our defensive coordinator. At, on the defensive side, keep J.D. Williams as your DB coach um, and then go from there. I mean, to me, and if you could keep Kirby Moore at wide receiver coach, great, but I agree with you, Blitz. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if that guy dipped if he didn't get the OC gig. Um, there's a bunch of other guys. I love to see Marcus McMarion as like a quarterback coach type of role, guy who's been here, a guy who's local. I mean, to me, to me, if, you, if you're looking at this going, you're four, four of your best – four out of your five best offensive players in Hayner, Mims, Cropper, Kelly are all coming back one more time. You go for, you go for the home run to me. And that's what you do. Like you go, you go get, go get, this is like your, this is your one shot. We've talked to Tom Brandstater and remember when he said, Caleb, like, Oh, every year it seems like we're just this close. We're this close away from being the Cinderella team. We talked to Johnny Ballgame. He was telling us Boise state, Oh yeah, we're the team that Fresno hates because we're the Cinderella team that's in the New Year's Six Bowl. Screw this. We we want to be Cincinnati next year. You put all your chips on the table and you and you go for it. You just go for it. Go get Micah Pittman. His dad played here. He's transferring from Oregon, four or five-star recruit. Bring him in and play wide receiver. And you run with those guys. Go get as many offensive linemen as you can and bunch that lineup because we know that was a big weakness. You go get those fellas, put those guys on the line. And you roll with this team. And to me, you put you put all your cards on the table, and that starts with getting some some guys, assistants who've been here, know what it's like to win, and go from there. So, I like it. I I, I would love that to happen. I don't know if it's feasible though. I don't know if we could pull that. I mean, I then Jeff Tedford and his name and what he's done, he probably could. But when if I look anybody, at, if anybody could do it, it'd be him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I look at. We don't know if Inge is coming back or not. If Inge doesn't get offered power five money, I think he's back uh, defensive. I don't think Tedford would send him off anywhere. I think he'd coach defensive coordinator. If he leaves, I think you probably promote JD Williams, defensive coordinator. Um, I mean, I like your skipper take. That would be fun. Um, And I think the obvious choice for OC is Kirby. If we can keep him. And I think with Tedford, we will um, with those two guys. And I don't think JD Williams, I don't think JD's going anywhere anytime. He's a Fresno guy. He's not going anywhere. Uh, other than that, I, 
Well, I would like to see him keep our strength coach. And I think strength coach here in here's my opinion. I think strength coach is the most important assistant coach because they spend probably the most time with the players. They constantly see them. And when it comes to football, you need to be strong and fast. And he's the one who's doing that. So I, I love our strength coach right now. I want him. I mean, the guy killed terrorists overseas. I mean, the, the guy is, he's crazy. And you, you can see it. I mean, Jalen Cropper put on 25 pounds of muscle in the offseason. So, I mean, I want a good uh, weight and conditioning coach, strength and conditioning coach, excuse me. And then I think, I think Tedford would probably do um, promotion within right now. Uh, and, and maybe that offensive coordinator goes to Lee Marks since he's interim. I, I don't know what the, the reasons are for him being interim right now. I'm not sure, but maybe that happens. Uh, that's my take on it. Um, any beef with anybody and their takes? No, we're good. I think like the, the Fresno state, like diehard fan in me would love to see Trent Dilfer as the coordinator, <laughs> but I'm also worried that that might turn into like a Scott Frost situation where you have, you know, oh. you're, you're, you're going the golden boy coming home and then, Oh, it doesn't go as well as you thought it would. And then it's kind of a bitter, bitter departure. <laughs> yeah. um, or it's like when your daughter dates your best friend's son, but it's not going well. You're like, oh boy, here we go. I don't know what that's like, but I just thought about that because since yeah. I saw my friend's son, <laughs> like, what or happened? you know, the other thing too is like, I don't know how that would work, just power dynamic wise. Because obviously, I've never met Coach Tedford or Trent Dilfer. Hope to someday, but uh, Trent Dilfer seems like a like control guy, like he's CEO of you know the operation. And I just don't know if that fits, you know, yeah. as being a coordinator. Uh, I mean, maybe it does. Uh, maybe he'd be willing to make that change. But he seems like the kind of guy who would want to be in charge and call all the shots. Did you guys watch his interview with Stephen Hicks of ABC 30? Mm-hmm. You guys go, uh, yeah, go watch it. Everybody, that, if you're listening, go watch it. Uh, Stephen Hicks from ABC 30 did a little interview with Trent. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very informative. And you'll learn a lot about Trent. Um, so go watch that. Uh, the next thing that we need to talk about, and this is huge, and I have uh, a lot of growing up to do as a person after the, this, but Jake Hayner is back. Jake Hayner has with, withdrawn his transfer, transfer portal. I don't know what you submit, his submission to the transfer portal. Uh, and he's coming back to Fresno State. <laughs> snip, so, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. Uh, the, the, an office reference, if anybody. <laughs> I got to buy that. I got to buy that on uh, DVD before they start canceling all of the office. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, well, let's talk about Jay Kaner. He, tra- he entered the transfer portal. He's now out. He's back at Fresno State. Michael, initial reactions. We've had some time to think about it because it happened. When did it happen today? About five o'clock. Okay. So, so we've had about five hours. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah. laughs> Just enough time to think it over. Um, I mean, your first, 
uh obviously the first thought that came to my mind is wow how stupid do those people feel who put up the jake hayner is a traitor signs on campus uh we didn't talk about it because i think they were looking for attention but could you imagine somebody jake hayner's a traitor four days later in the spongebob voice you get jake hayner's coming back home and you're like okay <laughs> this is weird um, apparently he had issues with his like not knowing if he'd be eligible to play at to play at washington I don't really know how that works. So he 24 seven transfer portal has him flip back to Fresno. I don't know the rules. They have him committed to Fresno state. I don't even know if he can go anywhere. If he can't college, you still have to take at least one class. I know Marcus Mariota, his last year took Frisbee golf. So, I mean, well, that would be nice if it was Marcus Mariota, but Marcus, I mean, no, 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 Mark, no, Marcus Mariota at all. Okay. His last year, (laughs) he, he just had to take – he took two classes. He took Frisbee golf and, like, kickball. Like, it was, like, two, <laughs> two – I remember that. He's like, he's done two units. And I was like, that doesn't – anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so I don't know if Jake's – I don't know what – I don't know what's going on with the units. But I will take Jake Hayner back as our quarterback. Like I said, since, since he had this cha- – has this captured lightning in a bottle, perfect timing, ton of seniors, ton of guys who played. They played well all year. They go undefeated. They win their bowl game. They're in the college football playoff. To me, if you bring in, I I don't know. If you're looking at me, you say you got Jake Hayner, who was getting the Heisman talk at the beginning of the year. You have a chance to bring him back. I think that's your second best option behind bringing in Adrian Martinez, who's the all-time leading yards getter at Nebraska, and he's from Clovis. I think Jake is the second best option out of those. Um, so you would I, rather have Martinez. What if, I would rather, what, what if Martinez said, hey, Tedford, I want to come? play for you well jake's got to figure out his transfer stuff (laughs) okay to me to me i mean you take the best player and adrian martinez is at nebraska had like no help you talk about scott frost like adrian martinez was the offense like come here you've got more more receivers than you've had in three years at nebraska like you've got jordan mims who can just feast any given day so i'm happy to have jake back but uh i don't know i don't close the door on adrian martinez so We'll see. What do you think, Caleb? I I, I disagree with that take. I mean, Mar- Martinez is coming off shoulder surgery like in the last month. I mean, he didn't even finish the season. I mean, he's injured. He fumbles just as much as Cropper does. I mean, it's <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like I don't I don't think it's an upgrade. <laughs> How do you feel about Jake coming back? I, I, I think it's going to be weird. I mean, you know, coming back to the team, especially after having his, you know, farewell, farewell letter on Instagram and, you know, thanking everyone. I mean, it's kind of weird to come back, but I think it'll be good for the team. I mean, maybe he just had some time to process it. And he said, well, I guess none of my, none of my buddies are going to follow me to Washington and, you know, you realize <laughs> what, they're they're actually going to be pretty good. So if I stay, you know, we can we can run it back. So. Another office reference. It's like when Michael Scott goes to start his own paper company, and he's like, "Come on, everybody!" And no one gets up to leave with him. <laughs> oh gosh, that's probably what it was like. Yeah, I. So all right, I I hope I don't catch a ton of flack for this, but I may. But I don't want him back. Ooh. I, I, I'm going to disagree with both of you guys' takes. Um, I don't want Adrian Martinez either because <laughs> I just don't know if he's, I, 
I don't know if he's proved enough at Nebraska. Granted, you're right, Michael. He had nothing there with with him, and he would have way more. So maybe, I mean, I would rather have AJ Martinez than Jake, though. If I'm a player, and I know this is different for everybody, but when a coach puts in their resignation and signs for another team, and then you immediately follow, and what's the one thing? And the one thing I've learned from talking to players, and you guys know this too, on this that we've learned from doing this podcast, is you do not follow a coach. And the first thing Jake did was follow a coach. I think it was uh, a weakness, uh, a, a mentally weak decision. Uh, I thought, okay, I, I know Kalen DeBoer. I don't know what's happening in Fresno. I know Kalen DeBoer. I know Grub. I'm going. Then maybe he had eligibility problems. Maybe he, maybe he saw Tedford coming. Oh my gosh. I, I came to Fresno because of Tedford that I think he came to Fresno because of Tedford and he's coming back. So, Oh my gosh. Okay. Take this out, take this out. But you just told everybody in the Valley that you didn't want to be there. Whatever, whatever reason it was for, he didn't want to be here. It's kind of like if your ex-girlfriend called you back and said, Hey, you want to get back together? And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, but it would be more, it'd be more like if your ex-girlfriend left for somebody else, then got a boob job and then wanted to come back with you. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know, but, uh, or fixed her character. I don't know how, whatever you got. Personality is better. We can, we can always fix the looks. It's harder to fix personality and character. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, but that's how I feel. And if I'm a teammate this, and this is, and I'm a little rough around the edges. Okay. But if I'm a teammate, I'm hurt. And I know that the Lord tells us to forgive, but gosh, I struggle with it. <laughs> if, if when Jay Kaner walks through the doors, I'm going to need some proof that, that he is back to play. And as a fan, I need that. I need to see it. I need to see that you're committed to this team, to this coaching staff, and to the Valley. I know what you said was nice, but you left. You I, Technically, may, maybe he didn't leave. He didn't commit somewhere else, but he entered his name as the transfer portal to leave. As a, as a punishment to him, do you think he needs to give back the number nine and change his number? I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I mean – Gosh, that that's that's a tough one because he is back at Fresno and he technically has never played anywhere else since leaving Fresno, <laughs> but he entered his name in the transfer portal and was going to go somewhere else until, as far as I know, Tedford showed up and I mean, and I've been and I brought this up with some people I, kn- I know and they said, well, Caleb, wouldn't you do the same thing? If you entered your name in the transfer portal and then, Co- and then Coach Tedford gets hired, wouldn't you transfer back? Well, oh, hell yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> but I would have never put my name in the first place because I would never leave Fresno. I would, never, I would have never left Fresno State. I think, I think my, my small, tiny argument to you would be that he should have, if he wanted to transfer, why couldn't he have just waited till after the bowl game? Oh, yes. Like, like to me, if – Cause then you can go, Hey coach DeBoer, I want to go play for you. Can we work this out? And we have till December 19th to figure it out. If he won the bowl game on December 8th, 18th and 19th, his name was in the transfer portal. 
and he goes, Hey, I've done everything I can do at Fresno. I've won, I won a bowl game. We've won 10 games this year. I'm going to go with coach DeBoer. And he figured it out. This is a complete different conversation. I think, Oh, thank you, Jake. You're doing this. And then he left early. So to me, Mm-hmm. The leaving early part is a little rubs me the, the wrong way but uh, the thing I would be very happy about and would be able to forgive him of all this is if when the bowl game comes he lets Logan Fife and Henderson run the show and he's on yes. the sidelines cheering them on to me you've walked away for a little bit you've had some practices with these guys where is he I don't know if he's in Washington I don't know if he's in Fresno I don't know if he's at home sitting on his couch I just know that these other guys have been working and studying with new head coach Lee Marks for the time being. So, I mean, to me, the big thing, if he, if he was on the sidelines cheering those guys on, supporting those guys, I don't even know if he can suit up, but physically being there would be a great start, a great going in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm not saying I can't forgive Jake because I, I can and I will. It's just going to take some time. I, I just going to need some time to recover from all this because, oh my gosh, the past two and a half weeks have been insanity one, but I shouldn't make excuses, but I am really hurt by him putting his name in the transfer portal and then saying, oh wait, I'm, I want to come back. Even if there was problems with eligibility in Washington, I'm still hurt. Oh, I don't know. What do you, you know what would make me forgive him? We whooped that ass against Oregon state starting next year at home. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, and you know, bringing up your uh, uh, comparison to Cincinnati and the playoff this year, I mean, if you're looking at our schedule next season, I mean, it's setting up to where, you know, we're going to have a couple opportunities to make some, you know, big wins, you know, Oregon mm-hmm. State and USC, um, both on the schedule. So you, you have to have, you know, bigger wins on the schedule if you want that to be uh, – to be on the table for you so and lincoln riley's gonna have a team full of freshmen he's taking all the five-star guys he got at oklahoma and just bringing them to usc with them he's probably gonna roll with a ton of freshmen i mean it'll be i think that's their first game in their home stadium next year don't quote me on it but i think it is if it's not their first it's their second so go steamroll those kids they're 18 you're 23 some of these guys will be 24 just run them over mm-hmm. next playing at second home <laughs> down in la so <laughs> Not the Rose Bowl, though. Yeah. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if any of you got, if you guys saw, but we get Cal Poly and Oregon State at home next year and USC at USC and at UConn. I mean, we'll talk about that later in the year, but UConn will be better. (laughs) Hard to be worse. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of stuff going on right now. I think this could be the end of it. Well, how does this, okay, let's see. Oh, you asked Caleb or Michael, you asked, or somebody asked things that stuck out to you at the press conference. And the other, one of the things that stuck out to me, and the la- this is the last thing I'll bring up. Tedford said he wants to, you know, build this program to where uh, I, I, I should have wrote the quote down. I'm trying to remember, you know, this pride and tradition of Bulldog football, and he wants it to be that way for the next 40, 60, 100 years. Sounds to me like he's going to be here a long time. <laughs> 100-year-old Coach Tedford running down the sideline. <laughs> I was sitting in my truck listening. What? Dang, Coach, 100 years? Oh, that would be awesome. That would, that's going to make my life really easy on Beware of Bulldogs. <laughs> but, no, I'm really happy that Tedford's back. Uh, I will 
it's going to take time, I, but I will forgive Jake. Um, I would like to see Henderson and Fife play in the bowl game. I don't want to see Jake play in the, in the bowl game yet. Um, well, on, on that subject, just real quick, I mean, do you guys think that one of those two backups is going to head to the portal now that Jake's back for another ooh. season? I don't think so because if – I don't think even if they played, they still are eligible for the red shirt. So then they could technically use this year as a red shirt. And then next year, quote unquote, under Jake as a starting quarterback, you have one year of eligibility gone, and then you'd still have three years to play. So to me, you let those guys play this game, still use your red shirt for 2021 season. 2022, you learn under Hayner and Tedford, you get the offense. Then you have an actual quarterback battle. And technically, it's red shirt sophomore is your third year there. You pick a quarterback. Whoever you pick, the other guy's gone. <laughs> Are they both true freshmen or is Fife a red shirt? I think they're both true freshmen. I got the roster. I want to say this is this was Fife's second year in the program. Oh, you're right. Uh, Fife's second year in the program. He's a red shirt freshman right now. Okay. And Henderson is a true freshman. Yeah. And he still has his retro eligibility. So 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 Fife would have two years and Henderson would have the three in that scenario, then I think. I, yes, I think one does enter the transfer portal. I don't know who, uh, but I think one does. And I think that more players come to Fresno now with Tedford. A lot, a lot of things change recruiting-wise. This is what I think is very interesting about this coaching hire. A lot of things change. You saw Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma recruits decommit or commit somewhere and then commit somewhere else. I think here, this actually encourages – kids to commit to Fresno state even more so unless they had this super special uh, relationship with the boar and grub. But even then I, I, if I'm a player and I'm remember, I'm very biased for Fresno state. I don't know if anyone knew that, but if the boar, if I was recruited by DeBoer and he left and then Tedford came in, I, whew, I'd be more inclined to commit to Fresno state. Tepper's going to have that effect on a lot of people. I have a feeling that he's going to, he's going to do that. And, and he said he's going to go out instead of coaching in this game against UTEP. I'm assuming he will be physically present at that game, but I think he's going to go sit in a lot of recruits homes, talk with their family. He talked about how um, one of the first things he did today was when he went up, he saw Jordan Mims and he gave him a big hug and asked him how his family's doing. To me, that's what the kind of coach Tedford has always looked like and been and, um from the outside looking in we don't know him personally so i'm i, I think that's what he's going to go do the next couple of weeks so i 100 percent agree with you i think these recruits are going to see that tedford's just as if not more personable than uh DeBoer and grub so why wouldn't you want to go play for this guy mm -hmm. to me you just got to figure out who your position coach is and, and trust that tedford's going to hire the right guy which he has a proven track record to do just that mm -hmm. any last words caleb about this these crazy last few weeks in a whirlwind i think we've all spent more time on on twitter than <laughs> uh, we have probably all season so uh yeah i mean fun exciting week and we still have one more game that we get to that we get to enjoy so that'll be good too so the se season's not over yet we still have some uh some stuff to fight for fight for a double digit win season so um yeah yeah but my last thing is yesterday we we released 
an episode with Ron Jenkins. Go check that one out. A lot of fun. Anything else, Michael? Uh, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think I got all of it out. But no, Ron Jenkins interview was really fun. We've got some cool stuff coming up. Um, and we appreciate everybody who's interacting with us on social media. My phone was dead by like noon today. So I appreciate everybody <laughs> who's talking with us uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting with us. And thank you for sharing what we're doing. We're having a I'm having a blast doing this. So I appreciate everybody who's letting us interact with them and have making this more fun for, for me mm -hmm. and you guys, I'm assuming are in the same boat. Yep. Yep. It's been a blast. All right. Saturday, big day. We got a, a game, a basketball game against UC Irvine. It's a big game. And we, they're playing San Francisco right now. Uh, we'll talk about both of those next week. And I want everyone to stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you guys. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.